Hey guys, this is Mike from Vatican, and I'm currently here with Interview Under Fire. All right, everyone, welcome back to another edition of Interview Under Fire. This is once again your host, Sonny, this time along with the dominant voice and Mike Sugars. Uh, it's an honor, man. Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. Now, Mike, this is an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at Vatican with the release of your double single, Become a New God, which recently dropped here on April 22nd through UNFD. And I just want to congratulate you guys on all the well-deserved recognition it's been getting so far. I mean, shout out to the other revered publications like Revolver, Kerrang, New Noise, uh, Brooklyn Vegan, to name a few who have praised your word. Just plenty of amazing things to unravel about this release and what you guys are all about. But before we get to all that and beyond, I know a lot has changed in the last year and a half with our lives, especially within the music industry. I've been asking an important question to start things off, a simple one. How are you, man? I know we talked about before the interview started. You're you're in a mall right now. Uh, yeah, looks like things are starting to open up again here in here in summer, heading into the fall. But how's life been? How how are you out there in Savannah right now? Uh, things are pretty good. Also, thank you for having me. This is dope. Um, but things are good. Um, so me and the boys are together. We're demoing, writing music. Uh, hitting the gym doing and playing games like we are just absolutely cool in it right now and things are good um more importantly you're I out did, you're out in public during the interview let's let's make sure we I'm, know that because I'm, I'm currently that, that, out in public that's a, that's a sign that we're heading towards normality anyway <laughs> yeah i'm i'm in public do, doing the interview granted i have no one else around me because i'm i'm in a very uh dead mall right now there's, I see all of eight people walking in front of me right now. So um, I am, uh, I am socially distanced. You know, we all, we all love that. But um, right. yeah, so, so I, I am currently out here and I'm having a great time. I got a new pair of shoes. I got some white horses. <laughs> I feel pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, uh, obviously the commonality was like making the best of our situation, whatever situation we're dealing with. I'm just glad to hear like just something like that. I got new shoes at the mall. Like you don't hear that these days, you know, now we, mm-hmm. now it's just like, oh my God, this, that's actually great. I'm happy to hear that. And, you know, I, I, something I do want to touch on Mike, I do want to wind the clock back here just a couple years back to maybe even 2019, because for fans and listeners who may not know, this will be on a, every stream out there. If you could just briefly talk about that moment in your life that led to joining Vatican alongside, you know, Tom, Nolan, Josiah, and Jonathan into what you guys are today. Because if I'm not mistaken, you joined the band a little bit later into the band's timeline. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, I am a new singer. I'm replacing their old singer, John Whittle. And um, right who's actually also hanging out with us today. So that's dope. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I am stepping into the role of singer for the band going forward and become a new God being the new thing that we released to kind of be like new guy. Hello, I'm here. Um, but yeah, so I'm stepping into something that has already existed for some time before me and right. like has like a catalog of like, awesome music before me and yeah i'm just like excited to go in and like do our thing and like just continue the band and like make some really awesome stuff because we're cooking some some awesome stuff right now and i'm like really excited to do all that and like meeting up with like the guys and like actually like 
like kind of like making the connect. Um, so I'd actually only ever met everyone in the band like one time before right. like coming, like driving down to come see them. And like, you know, like we like kind of demoed some stuff out for that first time. But yeah, I was like kind of doing my own thing over the course of the pandemic. And, you know, like I, I work at a car insurance company. So like super normal stuff, you know what I mean? And um, me and Hosian are like exchanging like messages back and forth over Instagram, uh, just talking about like games and like, you know, we were talking about like, you know, I was just getting into boxing and stuff at the time. And like, we were just kind of like, just shooting it back and forth yeah. kind of thing. And then um, he just came out and asked me, he was just like, do you potentially like, we're like kind of in the in the middle of this like whole thing right now um and we're looking for a new singer and like if i sent you over some demos like would you potentially be interested in just like recording some stuff seeing what you seeing what you're about and stuff like that because like we love your voice and love like you know stuff you've been in previously so like we're just you know kind of seeing what you're into and i was just like oh shit (laughs) <laughs> and um you know at this point uh my other band church tongue like hadn't done anything for a while and our guitar player uh nico actually he joined another band like probably like, three weeks before me and Hosian started messaging about the about about vatican and everything and it was kind of just like okay you're joining this other band and it, it's a much bigger band than what we were doing before and it's like so you're doing that full time now <laughs> and everything that we're doing is well you know we'll we'll do it in your free time kind of thing um so it was just like they hit me up like honestly at the right time where it's just like you know what i don't got anything going on right now like i i could probably fuck around and have some fun and like you know do some stuff here and um also if, if we're not allowed to cut here i'm sorry <laughs> oh no you're good <laughs> um okay sweet um but um yeah i was just like let's let's have some fun like let's just play around so i like did um like essentially like vocal covers of songs that the band already had before and sent those over and then they were like okay very dope how about this and they sent me an instrumental for a song not released or anything which actually ended up being absolute reality on become a new god so i sent that over um and yeah, it was, that's pretty little, cool <laughs> it was a little different than like what the final product ended up being um the way i initially recorded it in like my first demo of it um because it like comes in like just straight into a breakdown like after the first riff um i was actually doing like a lot lower vocals and just like kind of going like full-on spurging out kind of thing yeah <laughs> and i was just because i was just having fun and i was just like I don't know like kind of what your guys' vibe is or like what you're looking for, like stylistically, like, do you want like something that just sounds like, you know, things I've done in the past, which is like mostly like mid range screaming stuff. Um, and they were just like, dude, just have fun. Like if we don't like something, we'll tell you. And I was like, I'm going to have some fun. And uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was really funny, but then we ended up re-recording and the, now it's the final version, but yeah, we like, do this whole big exchange i drive down to savannah and like we like hang out for like a week and like we're just like demoing chilling just kind of vibing everything out because again we hadn't had a lot of face time before this and 
upon like us all getting together in the room for like the first like 15 minutes it was like oh god like we were born to be in this together yeah. kind of thing like so like the bro the broskies are assembled things are cool yeah you know uh become a new god new chapter new member it kind of just kind of all ties in together you know and even though you touched on everything that I even wanted to ask. You kind of just summed everything up. You know, even though you are a new member, Mike, uh, I know you've been at this for longer than that. I know you've been with the, a band before that. You know, you talked about, you know, before joining Vatican. I do want to ask, because this has been a, a very important question I ask all my guests, and I think I'm, I probably won't even stop ever asking this, considering what we've been through. I want to ask, how was the, you know, like the live concert experience, the live music experience, even the touring life? for you personally, because now we've all been kind of just forced to take this unexpected step back this whole year. And has this time lately made you develop like, I don't know, a growing appreciation of the live concert experience? Yeah. Um, and um, man, um, so I remember about a year ago, you know, where, where everything's still pretty fresh, you know, but now we're in June. So um 2021, not fresh. June 2020. Yeah. yeah, no, we're we're in June 2021 now, but in June 2020, you know, we've been in the pandemic like for a couple months at this point. You know, mm -hmm. people are on lockdown, people are sent home from work, stuff like that. And um, you know, I'm just working my car insurance job, doing my thing, and like thankful that I'm able to work and like I'm able to like kind of hold everything down while everything happens so that's good that's you know that's definitely a positive but like um even, and during that time as well I actually <laughs> about a year ago um a year and a couple weeks um I actually hurt my back kind of bad and I like had a back I had like a like spinal nerve injury and um, oh, wow. I had to like get an MRI, I had to go to physical therapy, do this mm -hmm. whole thing. I couldn't walk uh, without like falling over in pain. It was really bad. Um, so I like spent like this whole past year, like really just like kind of getting back into shape and like trying to kind of just like get back in the mode. And that whole time, like all I could think, and this is before even like, you know, Vatican had like reached out to me. All I could think is like, man, I just like, want to be back in like top like you know i want to be back at my peak kind of thing i want to be back at shows i want to do all this stuff i've been doing this like normal life thing for a minute and like while i'm thankful you know that i'm able to kind of like hold it down pay the bills and not you know be in like severe distress i also was just like i'm i miss it like i miss like i miss the grind i miss waking up sweaty in some stupid van somewhere i miss <laughs> i miss like being at shows and like i don't know maybe something crazy happens there or maybe it's normal just like good show you know everyone has fun um perhaps people you know like are you know drinking at the bar and like having fun if you know they have a bar just like there, there's like a certain like feeling and atmosphere and just like overall vibe that like I miss and it's like completely been missing for the last year. And I know right. that there are millions of people who feel that, um, whether it's this subgenre or it's like, you know, they want to go see uh like a pop show or whatever. Um, like I miss I miss events <laughs> and um like it in such a like uneventful year, at least like, personally uneventful, like in the sense of like 
not seeing family or not like getting not getting like everyone yeah. together traveling like, you know that that's one yeah. thing i always travel like every every year this is the first year that i haven't yeah done that it just feels weird <laughs> yeah dude that's a real thing like i didn't realize like whether it was touring or even just like just casually like for you know whatever social reason like you know i used to go places <laughs> like yeah. um i used to like go to boston and like hang out with people and stuff that i'm friends with and do like all this cool stuff and i was just like man i'm like so planted down right now and i like you know every i'm sure many 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 people felt like that like strange depression of just of course. like oh man it's just me in this living room <laughs> for the next year kind of thing and, and it makes me think i saw this one video uh back in december um uh, some tiktok someone made of uh, someone like fake like having a fake conversation they're like oh dude they're gonna send us home from work like you know we'll do this for, like six weeks it'll be dope and then it's like cuts and it's like December and they're like sitting in their room, Dude. just a, just a t-shirt and underwear. And you see like the blue light of like a TV screen, just like bathing them. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, Dude, kill me. That is straight up my, my whole last year. And like, and, and again, I thought this was going to be just like two months, literally just, you know, I remember yeah. like one month went by two months went by. I was thinking to myself, you know, uh, it would be cool to like catch up on shit that I just missed. You know, like I can like, like take care of a lot of like the household stuff, like uh, do all, all these errands that I just kept putting off and they're done and they were done within like a week. And I'm sitting there like two months later. I'm like, okay, this is really starting to, I need to find a way to be productive and You're getting old. And here, and here <laughs> we are like a year and what we're going to approach like a year and a half later. And, you know, they said, yeah. they, they said like the, like the, the estimate was like what, three months, three years for this entire thing. And, uh, and I couldn't even bear to imagine now we're now, you know, with the States, at least everything does do does seem to be turning and, you know, towards normality, so to speak. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's like a a fair percentage of people that are like vaccinated now. And like, there's, you know, there's like this like sense of normalcy that's Mm -hmm. starting to come back and things are starting to look a little bit more like they did before. There, there are things that I don't think will ever go back to the way they were before. And in some cases, that's probably for the best. Um, like people, if like, like if people are sick, maybe they should wear a mask and not just like get everyone sick. I have yep. not had an illness in a very long time. <laughs> when I like do like a self-assessment, I'm just like, nothing's happened. You know, like I didn't like, cause like think about it, like especially like if you work in like restaurants and stuff, like yeah. there are people who like go into work and they're sick, and it's because well, a they can't afford to, b um, like the money they would lose out on, you know, if they didn't go in if they're a server or something, and they come in, they're sick, they're hacking up a lung, and it's just like cool, whole kitchen's about to get sick. You know what I mean? Like those things should yeah, those things should point anymore. So like those are things I hope like you know actually like kind of carry over into our new era, um, or I don't know. I can't pretend to be super smart and know what the best course of action is, but I yeah. can say that this was a teachable moment, and that we can we can learn how to do things better in our world in like music and like going to like live events and stuff and. Um, 
I, and I hope those are things that actually stick. And if not, I mean, I guess we'll all just breathe on each other and <laughs> have a great time. I guess. Yeah. Uh, again, you covered everything from head to toe right there. And, uh, you know, the, I don't mean song a broken record. Do things do seem to be turning in, in our favor now? And hopefully, you know, it, it, it does, it does bring a sense of like urgency, like for people who are sick, you know, like, because, we got to take this seriously because look what happened. We didn't take it seriously and mm-hmm. we could go further down that rabbit hole if we wanted to. I mean, we'll save that for a different episode when that, when that comes. Um, yeah. Yeah. When the wings are out. Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, Mike, uh, we talked about everything from head to toe. Let's talk about that. You know, double single become a new God uh, dropped April 22nd. I can't believe it's been almost two months technically. Uh well, technically, uh, a month and a half. Uh, dropped on April twenty second yeah. on UNFD. Uh, UNFD, because that. Let's talk about them for a second, because that puts you alongside label mates such as Silverstein and Straight from the Path Era. I mean, a Frank I Arrow. Mm-hmm. What is it like signing with such a promising label like UNFD to kick things off with the new music? It's been pretty awesome, and the band has had a relationship with UNFD a little bit before I ever came into the fold. Yeah, they were like in communication, and like they were definitely interested. Um, but th- so we like actually like signed like our deal and everything like back in January, and like got everything like, official. But ever since then, like things have been great, and you know, we have a great team with us. We have a, you know, Francesca, who is our, you know, Francesca is our direct contact. Francesca, Francesca is great. Um, and really, I mean, like, especially like with the label mates and stuff like Silverstein and Era and stuff, like there are a lot of like really, really awesome bands on the label that like, I'm just like, oh, damn, you know, they got Silverstein, they got Straight From the Past, they got Era, they got Silent Planet, you know, we start moving down the line kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, that's dope. Um, and like with them being like, they're, they're based in Australia, and um, like have like this, like, kind of like global presence. So I'm just like, that is, that is dope. And like, um, so with them in Australia, they also have this huge fest called unify and like they have like a bunch of australian bands they also have like their american bands come and play or like whether you're on the label or not you could play unify in theory but um i'm just like when when the time comes like i i want to be there you know because like that looks awesome and like things in like australia and new zealand are like they are like we here in america we're like getting back to normalcy they have shows you know like we we had a Zoom call with um, everyone at the label in Australia, like about a couple weeks ago, and they were just telling us how they like just went to this show like last night. And they're like, "Oh, it was awesome! There were like 500 people there, and it was amazing." And I was just like, <laughs> "Can I live vicariously through you? <laughs> like, what was it like?" Um, but like, um, it, it's been great, and like they are fully behind us i feel like the actual support i feel like the push kind of from them yeah. and it's been great and and i think that whenever we release the the next thing too i think that will like i think that will do well and i think they'll play you know a great role in that and they're they're awesome yeah and uh uh what become a new god you know they features these two singles fractured god and absolute reality 
Now, uh, top to bottom, if I may, Mike, I mean, this is one of the more in-your-face, like, classic hardcore metalcore songs, like, I've ever come across. And it was just an amazing mix of the traditional hardcore, even brutal metal metalcore, like, industrial, even gent vibes. I mean, the songs here, oh, yeah. the two that you have, they, they really complemented each other. Like, I was ready for more. Now, uh, now, is it just me, or do you feel the same way? Because it felt like almost an encore, even a bridge to your previous full-length Soul Impulse from 2019, mm-hmm. at least to me, at least. Yeah. Um, so, at, so what I know about Absolute Reality is that was the, like the first thing that really stuck that the guys wrote after Soul Impulse had been like released and everything. And the fact that it like made it over onto this like actual release is awesome because it's kind of I feel like that song is like something that's like actually is kind of carried over from that era and fractured god i mean that is like a such a in the moment song um it was easily written probably like three weeks before we recorded it like super fresh like this is like yo this is us at our like latest you know kind of thing and i definitely agree with like all those vibes you were getting where it's like it's kind of got some of that like like it's got like a traditional hardcore uh element to it and it's got like it's definitely got a lot of metalcore that's you know that's pretty obvious but then like there is that like genty kind of stuff especially like towards the end of absolute reality yeah. it's just like you know like we we pull like a lot from the sugar and stuff like that and dillinger um, escape plan guys- knock loose oh, like yeah. i mean here, here's the thing yeah you can talk oh, about yeah. those bands all you want but you have now put in like your own stamp with your own identity with this release i mean it says mm-hmm. good as it gets here I, i'm sorry if i interrupted you there but I, I, oh I, no you're I, fine I, I was wondering you know like walk me through this can this also kind of be seen as a sneak peek like into newer material that's potentially coming up for you guys okay i don't know what you and, can and uh, cannot say <laughs> no no um so and even speaking to what you had said previously where you were like oh man like i just you know it makes me want more like kind of thing yeah that's pretty intentional and um and i'm glad that you know anyone can like feel that where like you know they listen to the two songs and it's clocking in and barely over five minutes between both songs um so like even to us we're just like perfect amount of time two songs leave it at that because with the amount of material that we're sitting on we could have probably dropped like a like a proper like five six song EP at that time, and now we have so much material that we've written since then that we're just ready to do like the full album kind of thing. And it's definitely a sneak peek into like what we're doing, but I think it's not like I, I don't want to say it's a sneak peek as in like you're gonna get ten of those. You know what I mean? I, I say it's a, <laughs> I say it's a sneak, a sneak peek. You see the look on my face, right? Like, yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> This this is a sneak peek into like the first layer of all the bullshit that we are about to try, <laughs> because like we're really trying to. And I mean the whole, the whole name of the name of the release, "Become a New God," it's so intentional because the idea is just like leveling your game up, and like that's what we wanted to do. We were like, let's come in hot, swinging two like you know really heavy tracks, and we're just like trying to just like say like you know like we're trying to put our stamp on it or we're like you know just trying to drop this like this bomb of like you know cool stuff that's that's all we really want to do so it's like a very literal like statement like just like yo level your shit up and that's that's the name of the game for us so 
like sonically like the things that we're trying on this on these new songs is completely ridiculous and like there's there's all kinds of influence so, you know we're talking we, we can you know talk from like dillinger to um you know converge or we can say mashuga or we can say lamb of god or we can say you know we can like start naming off all these bands but i think the idea um especially like so to speak is like you see all these influences in these songs what we want to do is be able to show up in any room and yeah. someone's like oh my god like this this is like this is like this thing that i'm into but there's this whole other spin on it like i want to be able to walk into the room and play with like a, like a like a genty metalcore band like era and then maybe like a couple months later i'm on tour with like a death metal band and then yeah. after that like we're doing like a thrashy like metal band there you know like just you know like there's all these different subgenres in the genre and we're just like we're we're we all have our roots in all of them and like there are no rules you know like no one gets to like say like we only have to be like a metalcore band no one gets to say we get to only be like perhaps like zeo warship or um like a whatever warship band we're just like we're just gonna show up and like just try and go beast mode that's yeah. that's the only rule is like is it dope and does it make us laugh because like that that actually is like specifically the goal every single time right stuff that makes us laugh because chances are if you distract that and everyone in the room giggled like an idiot it should be released <laughs> yeah that mental checklist you have in your head starts to grow the more and more you write you're talking about playing in any room let's make sure you get to a room here in dallas that's the first priority <laughs> now yes. now yeah. I, I i do want to ask about this because um, I'm an audiophile these days. I'm very picky on how I want my music to sound, the way I want to sound it, the production on this. It sounded very polished, raw, pure, and mm-hmm. it was very powerful. Like I heard everything. So as far as a pro- producing, mixing, and mastering, I don't know if this is something that you can also talk about your upcoming new record that you talked about. Who did mm-hmm. you go to for that? Did you guys assemble a team together? Did you do it yourselves? Or how did that come? So we we um recorded so we recorded all the vocals ourselves um okay. and like mackie and tom like they are definitely wizards and like have their own setups and like they record their own stuff all the time and also like work with some other bands and stuff just you know constantly playing around and like learning all the time but we recorded all the music with our friend pat who lives in atlanta and um the, and he's the one who had like recorded all the band's previous releases. Pat who so I've only met Pat one time. I don't know his last name. There's a there's, my head. But there's a Pat. Um, I, there's a Pat I know lives in Atlanta. I don't think it's the same one. Paul uh, Skinny Guy. Oh, never mind. I I was thinking Pat Sheridan from Fit for an Autopsy, but oh no, no, because <laughs> he's also it's in Atlanta. So okay, 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 okay. No, no, Pat. Pat the the Pat I speak of. There's a lot of Pats in the world. Agent. My like, fault. <laughs> there there are so many Pats. I can think of probably like three in two seconds, but. We recorded with Pat. Pat yeah. is Pat is effectively like Vatican member number six. He has been like in nice. the background, like behind the scenes with the band for years and recorded all their previous stuff. But we recorded all of like guitars and drums and everything with Pat. And um, then 
we recorded the vocals ourselves with, you know, Mackie, you know, just me and him, like, you know, in a setup art that we made ourselves. And then we sent everything over to Randy LaBeouf from uh, the machine shop in Belleville, New Jersey. Yeah. And that's like, you know, he's there. Uh, Will Putney was there up till recently. And a lot of other producers have worked there as well. But <laughs> we're back. back. I'm so sorry about that. Um, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. I'm, brief my, inter- brief uh, intermission break. <laughs> yeah. My, my whole setup just completely zorbed out on me, but we are back. Um, okay. <laughs> so, yes. As la- I was la- la- last thing I remember you said was Randy, and then that, that was it. <laughs> so, we recorded, so we recorded with Pat, and we sent everything over to Randy LaBeouf to mix. And, it, yeah, I mean, the music, the, it sounds fat. It sounds awesome, and you really can hear everything. Like, it's it for me personally, and and you know, I know you said you're kind of like a stickler about like how you want things to sound and stuff like that, and I kind of get the same way as well. Yeah. And um, so like especially like in in like any music I'm a part of, I'm like, I really want to be able to hear like a bit of everything because like when you write the music and like you're put in and out and everything, you know every little detail about like what's in there. And there are so many times where you just don't notice some things in, in certain mixes or, um, you know, just stuff like that. And I'm just like, with these, those two songs in particular, I'm like, these, like you can hear everything. Yeah. And, and it sounds so good. And um, so Randy is actually who we're going to go record on our next record with. Like, it, like we're going to do it with him. And of course, he'll do like the mixing and mastering that time. So um, I'm hoping that we can take that you know perhaps even a little bit further and you know try and like raise the bar a bit because the production sounds absolutely awesome and i know like he's super stoked to do it we're super stoked to do it and we'll we'll make some awesome stuff yeah for sure. uh, and sh- there's, gonna, there's gonna be awesome stuff and shout out to randy and pat and pat and will who we've both had on interview under fire we, have, we actually interviewed uh pat sheridan and will putney both of them um uh, but yeah, shout out to those guys. Uh, at least, at least your Pat and Randy for everything going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving forward now, between writing and structuring the songs and the production process, like we just talked about, you know, something else that I wanted to touch on that got me excited, the, like the lyricism throughout "Become a New God," because origins mm. of that center around uh, what is it, the complexity of the human experience, like the brokenness, mm-hmm. uncertainties, uncertainties, and strangeness, and need for constant like self-reflection and improvement, especially at a time like today, it really resonates. Like I'm going to quote you here because fractured God, you said it was about questioning who you are and what makes up your individuality. And that absolute, absolute reality. The other song on this record on this double single about undeniable truths and how hard they are to find again, especially today. What did I say? It really resonates. So I, I begin to think to what level do you guys uh, and Vatican, you know, like to have a theme or concept for your music and how important are themes to you? Is that more about helping you write or sound or is that more for the audience? Cause there's so many bands who don't really care about themes or concepts. They just do 10 songs in the studio and that's it. But with Vatican, with becoming your God, even with what you have coming up later, I feel like you really wanted to dive into that, uh, that message, that delivery. Yeah. Um, and e- even like going into the next thing, like personally, like what I'm trying to do lyrically, um, I want become a new God to be an accompanying, accompanying piece to the actual album itself. 
Yeah. So it's, you know, while it is definitely a teaser for like what we're going to sound like, you know, what it's going to, you know, be like and stuff. Lyrically, I want it to kind of like be very similar as well and tie in together. Um, so even on like new songs, I have callbacks to those songs and stuff. So there's like a very direct, like, Hey, this was all the same thing kind of, you know, kind of bit going on. And, um, like thematically, like between those two songs and like, yeah, so like quoting, like what I had said there, um, things I want to explore on the new record. Um, so, uh disclosure gaming is like extremely important to this band's identity uh just like like all of all of us like play games yeah. a lot same and, here um and like it like especially like a lot of the narratives are extremely important to the band's identity uh, but also in a meme way it's it's important because uh before i joined the band there was like there's this video going around on the internet uh where before the band is about to play they do they're like gamers rise up and there's a bunch of people with like switches like holding them up in the crowd kind of thing it's awesome but um gaming is extremely important and that's kind of like where like I personally have always gotten like a lot of my ideas for like themes and stuff is like just inspiration from games and going into this new album. I did a lot of gaming as I usually do preparing to write lyrics and stuff. I'm just like, got to find the vibes. Got to like, what am I thinking about what, what's speaking to me right now and how do I want to add to that conversation? Um, And like, some of the things that we're talking about are like the implications of being a person that has desires um, and what those desires could possibly mean for other people. Because it's not often that like we as people will want something or partake in something and not even think about the implication that it has perhaps to a neighbor or like to someone who could perhaps be exploited for that thing that we want to take part in and like it's kind of it's out of sight out of mind kind of thing and um like one thing i really want to like touch on and who knows if this will be a lyric or not but like the idea that you don't have to be a bad person to do evil things and like there has to be like a lot of self-reflection you have to there's a lot of consideration that has to come into play with that and like kind of realizing that hey you're not the main character on planet earth like you are (laughs) you are the unnamed actor in the background and um like the dude sitting in the third row on the bus right now who's super unassuming he's the main character (laughs) you are not the main character and like thinking about that kind of stuff in a way you're like playing a role in that person's world so to speak exactly and like like it's all connected Mm -hmm. Every, every, it, it's, me, it's like, as you're telling me this again, I'm so sorry if I interrupt you. I want to get this out oh, there no, because, no. because I, I start to think about the people who are in my life, you know, they could be playing their own video game, so to speak, whatever that is, but you're not the main person. You're, you're kind of that supporting cast for them. You know, you're a supporting cast for everyone around you, but then you have your own world. And they're your supporting cast. I don't know. That's another way to look at it. I think I also think perspective also it's a it's another factor that comes into play when it comes to getting the message across, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. It absolutely is. And like 
it, so even yesterday, actually, we had this like huge discussion and it lasted for easily like an hour or so, just like the, like all the guys like together. We were talking about how in like every movie or every book or every game, it's always the hero's journey. The hero's journey is the most used like um, algorithm for storytelling always. You know, you have the person who has... Um, you know, a conflict with somebody and uh, there's this one thing that's getting in, in the way of them being able to like actually go through and defeat that conflict or perhaps there's even reluctance. The hero's journey has like a good handful of ways that you can spin it, but it's always just the hero's journey. Um, but this guy turns super saiyan, this guy shoots webs. It's, it's all it is, you know? Um, and But what you're saying me, is what? I want to tell the non-hero's journey. I want to tell the story about the person who is not trying to save the world, but is in fact completely indifferent to the world and perhaps realizes that everyone is low-key kind of on the hero's journey, no matter how insignificant it could possibly feel or be. Hmm. Um, so it, it, is, it is a non-main character journey. For, it's a non-main character-centric hero's journey that's kind of like the vibe that i'm going for and the fact that like everyone plays a role in how the planet turns can i you know the world the world does not spin with yeah. by one person yeah um i agree on all those fronts what you just talked about can i suggest something because as you're talking about that have you have you seen you may you may have seen it already i'm a huge movie buff and a gaming buff have you seen tenet i have not seen tenet we we're just talking about uh uh Christopher Nolan movies and I was, and like I had like mm -hmm. mentioned Inception and I was like yeah it's a good movie you know I don't really yeah. have like a Nolan movie that I dislike by any means or anything so and me and Mackie Mackie was like right. you watch Tenet I think you'll I think you'll your mind will get moving a bit after that here's why not only will your mind get moving but everything you're telling me about telling the story that's not just the typical hero's journey let me tell you something about Tenet without giving too much away which I think will pique your interest um, I've mentioned Tenet a lot uh, in my podcast episodes. I, I'm sure my listeners are like, oh, here we go again. But let me dive a little here bit into it because, because Tenet is actually slowly, slowly seeping its way into my top 10 of all time. Um, okay. Inter Interstellar is actually in my top five. But anyway, that's a again, Just watched that like two uh, weeks ago. Yeah, Great movie. Uh, yeah uh, such, a, such a gem of a film. But anyway, with, with Tenet, uh, what you're talking about, the hero's journey, then there's no name for the main character in this movie. And Christopher Nolan did that on purpose. He's just called the awesome. protagonist. And I think that really resonates into what you're talking about because the hero's journey, it's, it's, uh, I think it can be overrated to a point where, cause it's kind of just telling that same, I guess that, that, that same procedure, that same outline that you're giving that person, the protagonist, mm -hmm. he doesn't have a name for a reason. It's because mm -hmm. it wants you to focus on everything that's happening around him. You know, Yes. So that's the role he plays in this movie, which is John David Washington. Uh, he's the one who mm -hmm. plays the role of the protagonist. He's not given a name, which I thought it was genius on Nolan's part. And it lets yep. you focus on everything that's happening around him. It gives the characters that more of a dynamic impact on the story as much as he's he's playing the role. He's playing the role yep. in this character. I know every character's name. I don't have the main character's name. I don't need it. Because so yeah, that, that's awesome. So I, aside from the theatricals how by the way this is 
a mind bending of a film. I highly suggest you watch it on subtitles um, because it, it, when a when a film makes you go when a film makes you go back as or becoming new god when for example when something like that makes you come back for more that's a recipe of success at least in my book at least in my book because you want you want more from that you know and tenet did that you want to go back and there's i've watched it maybe five six times i still haven't gotten everything you know i'm still going back to watch more and more that i missed out on so anyway Again, this uh, hopefully this will be the last time I talk about Tenet. It's a it's an amazing film, um, but I think it resonates with everything what you're talking about as far as the story. Maybe it'll open up I don't know new venues for you uh, for new yeah. music. So th- that's a really yeah. cool idea, which I think movies should keep doing. Not give the main character a name, kind of just have everything happen around him, and get lets you focus on that, and then he just plays yeah. that role anyway. And, you know, I, I love the idea of the, the unnamed protagonist. And it makes me think, I, I'm definitely going to watch this movie now because this is two days in a <laughs> row that it's been brought up. There's something happening here. Um, the universe calls. But, um, so it makes me think of this game that I recently beat uh, called Near Replicant. It's by a uh, game director. His name is Yoko Taro. And yeah. uh, I know that game. I haven't played it. I know okay. that game. Okay. Um, get in there. You got to play that. <laughs> um, but, uh, and, and I, you know, again, I'm not going to throw any spoilers here. Um, but um, so in this game, you know, the precedent is, is that you are playing this person who just wants to save his sister from dying from a sickness. Okay. Classic, you know, classic, you know, like that's, that's definitely like a hero's journey kind of thing. The idea of the hero's journey really kind of dissolves pretty quickly and you start realizing you're in this non-hero's journey and you do have an unnamed protagonist yet again you just name him whatever you want um but he doesn't have his own official name that like everyone calls him so usually people just call him mir when they're talking about the game they're like oh yeah well mir does this thing it's like well that's he doesn't have a name in the game so we just call him that um but at one point in the game, again, this isn't a spoiler, but it's more of like a thought process. As you're going through loading screens in the game, you are going to see multiple notes or letters that the protagonist's sister writes about the main character or to the main character. And this whole time, this character is on this journey to like save his sister and do this, do this insane thing. And by the end of it, you never see any kind of a dialogue shift from this 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 sister of his and like how maybe she feels about like her brother being gone. Yeah. And you're it kind of sinks in. You're just like, I don't think this girl even cares that she's dying. I think all she wants is to be with her brother. And he can't see it. Okay. All right, now I'm gonna have and, to. And he's gone. And he's gone. All the and like, there's so many of those. There's so many letters and notes where she's just like, "I just wish my brother would come back home. He came in today just to see me for a second, and that's what he said. He was like, I just wanted to see you for a second, and then he left again. And now I'm sitting here thinking about the next time I'll be able to see him again. And you're just like, especially as you're going through and playing this check. Like, just go hang out with her dude <laughs> um so a friend that, of mine a friend of mine is actually playing that right now I'll, I'll have to ask him about it i haven't spoken to him in like in months though he's talking about that video game um sorry anyway the uh yeah i'll have to 
definitely look into that. We'll we'll make a deal. You watch ten, and I'll and I'll play, and then we'll follow up. <laughs> and, and when we follow up, and and the wings are there, we we can bounce this. But yeah, and that's a game that you have to come back to, and it's like in the right. time, like play um, multiple times, multiple uh, endings. Having said that, I'm going to keep an eye on whatever the latest release you guys have coming up later on this year, whether it's this year or next year. That it's nice to have something like that to look forward to. Now, uh, uh, Mike, we're running out of time here, but you know, uh, there's just so much that we touched on, and I can't wait to do this again. But uh, everything you're telling me, you know, from all these experiences and perspectives, you know, uh, uh, I wonder, you know, it sounds like you still have much left to put out there with Vatican's artistic vision and yours. You know, this mm-hmm. is definitely something you have a passion for. And the truth is, you know, from what I'm saying, you've experienced plenty already in your career, Mike, you know, from your upstart to join to, you know, your daily work life, the, the, your injury you had joining Vatican, the signing with the label to where you guys are right now. Do you see these uh, like just these collection of songs, even just the double single as a snapshot of where you are in a certain time in your life, looking back? Yeah, no, I really do. Um, like Fractured God in particular definitely feels like a snapshot of like a certain specific point of my life. And um, so it, it, it's really cool because like whenever I listen to that song, like I listen to the lyrics and stuff, like it really makes me think about where I was and just like this kind of like moment of transformation in a way Yeah, where... And it would, maybe transformation isn't the word, but like, it's definitely like this, this feeling of like going back into this thing that I love. And yeah, like, I, yeah, I understand what I'm, you meant. That yeah. I'm like super, super passionate about and like where I felt like maybe it was gone before. And like, like, dude, straight up, um, you know, in the fall of last year, I was convinced that I was on the path of Norbydom. And that, like, five years from now, you would have seen me in, like, a quarter zip Patagonia t-shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just, like, super normal dude, like, you know, that works at a car insurance company. I just want you to know, right now, my bandmates are doing push-ups in front of me. Um, <laughs> I was wondering what that was. <laughs> Sometimes what will happen is That's I'll pretty awesome. the room, and he just goes, all right. 10 push-ups and everyone in the room just drops <laughs> and starts doing 10 push-ups. This is how you get full. There we go. We're gonna have this is what we're gonna do. There we go. This is what we're gonna do next time we do the interview. We're just gonna do 10 push-ups, 20 push-ups, and then we'll do the interview. Do the interview doing doing push-ups. <laughs> yeah, doing push-ups. And while you're talking, you have to be in the middle of your set. Yeah. And after, and- after you take the hot sauce. Hey, yeah, I was gonna say put the chicken wing plate like right next to you, and then we're just gonna we're gonna go all in, out talking about yeah, just talking about the realm getting, of getting, getting back in the groove of things. This is how you do it. Um, but man, Mike, this has been such an honor. Usually, I end my interview with um, I ask my guests like, "What are your favorite like albums or movies?" But since we did touch on games, give me five video games at the top of your head that maybe five favorite video games you can think of at the top of your head. Metal Gear Solid Five, Okami oh, PS2 edition. Um, oh my god! Metal Gear Solid Three. Okay. Um, Final Fantasy Ten. Yeah. And then um, I want to pick a wild card as my number five. I'm going to say Nier Automata. Oh my gosh! Um, 
Jesus. Okay. You kind of blew my mind with that second one, the PS2 version. Um, so, uh, I've been playing, well, I actually went back into this game. Uh, uh, do you play on PC? I play on uh, PS4 right now. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm console. Okay. Okay. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and Ghost of Tsushima. Have you Amazing played? game. Okay. Have Horizon and Ghost, both awesome. So I went back into Horizon, and uh, I just I, I don't know. I found like a newfound appreciation for that game, especially with the sequel coming out. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, good God! Uh, for yeah, me, I, that that came out of left field. Like I heard, you know, like whispers and like some people commending on how great that gameplay was. Have you played it on uh, the black and white version yet? For dude, Ghost, of- yes, the black and oh, white, and it has like there's like that like audio green with like yeah, all of the it, dialogue it, it, it gives that that neo-noir feeling like when you're playing yeah. it like like whoever ma- like this is how video games are done so um yeah but as far as like the story and just the lore of it just the japanese samurai like it was just so i have a, a just a newfound like uh, it, it helps you like bring in new um what is it hobbies i guess this new uh interests like i have a whole new obsession for Japanese samurai and like the, the history of it all now because of that game because it, it, it's an art form I mean like that that game is art straight up um and there's like so much lore and like love that is put into this game um the whole the whole haiku through. the haiku uh the game when you do the haikus have you done that yes so good. yes I've done them all I've done, like <laughs> I am I am so invested in that game also it's I don't know if you're like, uh, like, cause some people are like, I just play single player games and play the story, which mm-hmm. is like very much like kind of my speed. Um, but the multiplayer for Ghost of Tsushima is really good as well. I haven't played um, that yet. And it, you should check it out. It's just called Ghost of Tsushima Legends. And um, it's basically, it's the same thing as like survival missions and stuff. Like you just fight straight up waves of enemies and they introduce new enemies that are not in game, like in the main campaign. Really? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, yeah. so these are just side missions that you can actually team up with. Yeah. And you, Whoa. and there are four, okay. there are four classes and they're all like, when you get into it, you'll realize they're all mostly things that are from the base game. So you can be a samurai who is mostly like, you're kind of a tank, but you're also like, you know, you deal damage mostly by fighting with your sword. Yeah. You can be a hunter, which is mostly bow combat, an assassin, which you fight from the shadows and you assassinate people. Or you can be a ronin, and the ronin is actually more of like a healer class. And they can heal like the whole party and stuff. It, it's really cool Damn. and it's super fun. They also have raids that they released with it, so yeah. like you can see, you can squad up with your friends and like you're just like, all right, we're gonna go fight this raid, and it's so hard, it's so insane, it's so cool. But the main story of Ghost of Tsushima is just beautiful. Yeah, um, I don't have I don't have words that, to describe it. Like it, it was just so like you were you were in the moment, like you really lived it. The whole idea of the wind like directing you where you should go. Oh and my I, god! I'm, I'm one. I'm one of those people where if, like, for example, I haven't played that game in a couple months, and I do that on purpose because if I pick it up, I will not put it down. And exactly. Somehow I found a way to do that. Uh, of course, I picked up Horizon again. I'm just playing on a whole new difficulty now. Um, Doom Eternal. I mean, I mean Doom. Like the first Doom that came out in 2016. I still play that today. It's still amazing. Well, I mean, you're you're fighting demons in hell for crying out loud. I mean, that appeals to people like me. You <laughs> At are least literally the people like us. You know? hell in that yeah. game. It's awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, man, Mike, again, this has been so great. I can't wait till we do this again in person. Let's let's bring your bandmates over next time, whenever that time comes for you when you guys yeah. are in Dallas. Uh, do you have any yeah. like last words, just any shout outs, anything you'd like to plug in as far as Vatican or uh, becoming you God before we finish things off here? I know you guys have new music soon. Again, I don't know what you can. I cannot talk about uh, music video. I know uh, even touring's opening up. You guys are planning like anything as far as that is concerned. Most definitely. So we have a so we have a show uh, July thirty first in Atlanta at the Masquerade, and um, it's uh, this band Left the Suffered, their album release show, and um, so that'll be awesome. And that show that show is going to be wonderful. And sorry, there's some action coming around here, but um, uh, everyone then, else doing push-ups. Know, there's there is there is a tidal wave of tours that are being announced right now. You'll see us in there. That'll that'll come. That'll announce uh sometime here soon and then music wise and like new music wise yeah we're recording new stuff there will definitely be a new album and um whatever listener out here has the plug to capcom and can get my band on devil may cry six hit me up my dms are open i'm sick of waiting for you to hit me up um, hey, uh, like but, I said, this will be on all streams out there in uh, like like iTunes, Spotify, everything out there. So put the plugs in. Uh, I will help you get there, man. That'd be something. That'd be something, man. I mean, why not? Uh, That's a dream. That is a dream. Uh, let's let's get that dream. I'm 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 done on just saying about the dream. Let's get that dream done. Um, we manifest here, uh, man. Uh, I'll give you a follow on the socials, Mike. So we'll stay in touch. And uh, everyone who's listening, yeah. this is Mike Sugars from Vatican. Become a new god is out now. Drop April twenty second on UNFD. If you can, I suggest you buy you just buy the singles. You know the bands can't do it without your help. And I mean streaming is great, but uh, I still buy records today that's sitting in the corner of my room. So I'm still old fashioned yeah. like that. So yeah, uh, please God, give me money. Become a new god, <laughs> and uh, don't forget you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams. Check out us. Uh, check us out on interviewonfire.com. Mike, uh, I, I think you're you're gonna get your push-ups ready to go. Uh, you stay safe out there in uh, in Georgia, and I'll speak to you guys next time. All right, man. Of course, dude. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Have a All good right. night. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.